Welcome to issue one of Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. Issue number one. It's a collector's item, Spade. A collector's item. You got that right. We're trying. Everybody, you got to pick up all the variant covers. They'll be available online on the website, notallpodcastswearcapes.com. All right. And if you, uh, by chance, are listening to us on uh, uh, iTunes or Apple, five-star review, not four-star, no four-star reviews, five-star reviews, and leave a good comment. That works for me. So, first things first, uh, may the fourth be with you. I know we're a little late on that, but... uh, I am one with the force, and the force is with me. (laughs) There you go. May the fourth fourth be with you. All right, there we go. Um, Wow, we just watched today's new drop of the... Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. And uh, before we really start talking, heavy, heavy spoilers for this and Endgame. So if you haven't seen the trailer or the movie, uh, download, and then come back later and listen to us. Yeah, just like in the beginning of that trailer, they were like, if you have not watched Endgame, don't watch this trailer. Hold off till you watch it because it's filled with spoilers. And uh, every single time you listen to our podcast, if we're going to talk about a movie, we're probably going to be spoiling it if we already watched it. So just flat right off the bat. Well, you you shouldn't really be listening if you didn't watch the movie because we don't want to be the ones that ruin it for you. So... Yeah, so if, if you've watched Endgame, turn this podcast off and go to the movie to see it. You watch it immediately. All right, Spider-Man trailer. Awesome. Wow. They dove right in. It's amazing when Peter says, there's a multiverse? Yeah. I'm like... Highlight of the trailer. I hope we could believe it. Wow. I'm shocked that they... I mean, they gave up so much already with the movie. They gave away a lot in this movie just in that trailer. Yeah, I, I feel like that too. But it looked great. It's Spider-Man. The plot point with MJ, does he talk his way out of that? That, that MJ knows that he's Spider-Man? It's obvious? You know, I don't know. She seems like she's pretty smart. And it's really not that hard to figure out who's who. And it seems like everybody knows who Spider-Man is. He's walking around without his mask all the time in these movies. But she could be being sarcastic that's and the who. very next line could be, ah, I was just joking, I yeah, had you. Right, just like she did. like, oh, hey, hey. She, Didn't she have a line like that in the first movie? I think where she called him out on so. something. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, something along those lines. But um, Great trailer, packed with action, packed with stuff. First things first, right off the bat, I don't believe Marvel trailers. I don't believe villains. I don't believe anything. And if you're a Marvel fan and don't understand that Mysterio is a villain, I, I don't know what to tell you. He's the bad guy of the movie. Spoiler alert. Of course. Who else do you think it is? The uh, the elementals. Th- those got to be his. Mysterio wants everyone think. to think that the uh, the right. uh, elementals are are. Uh, but are they the elementals? I are mean, they the elementals? They're probably going to be some riff on maybe some classic Spider-Man villains like Sandman and Hydro. Hydro Man, I mean. Right. Hi. Right. So Hydro Man, his first appearance was something like Amazing Spider-Man 212, and that was on a boat. Uh, In the first trailer, it said AM212, and then like the next shot or something like that was Hydro Man. So maybe there's an amalgam or they're like combining different villains that seem a lot alike. Yeah, that's probably the case. The other guys, I'm not really sure who they are. Um, I mean, I, I love Spider-Man, but 
as far as the older Spider-Man comics go, I haven't read too, too many of those. But are, who would they be? Hellfire and, I guess, Magnum or Zephyr? I, I, I haven't know. read those issues. I don't I don't know who the elementals are. But, I mean, you have Sandman, you have Hydra-Man, you have Molten Man, I think. I don't know if that's, uh, that's a Fantastic Four villain or Spider-Man villain, but there's definitely a, a Marvel character named Molten Man. It's, so it's like all the elementals, right? Right. Fire, water, wind, earth, love. Yeah, Captain Planet's going to show up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, uh fifth element <laughs> the fifth element is love other highlights though what? quippy spider-man right in the beginning mouthing off to the cops it's great yeah, that's funny that's great that's funny that's classic, classic spider-man, spider-man like kind of a lot like brooklyn 99 or something like that that kind of banter on a, on a new york suburb yeah right? and tom holland's really nailing it because the other movies with Tobey Maguire and uh and andrew garfield they didn't really get the quippy Spider-Man. And that kind of innocence in the quippiness. Yeah. And his American accent is spot on. I can't say the same thing for Doctor Strange, for Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> it's a little weird try, uh, having him trying to sound like uh, that he's from the United States. Yeah, but there um, was only one, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> that's true. No, I love him to death. <laughs> Mild criticism about his accent. But no, it was action-packed. I'm excited to see it. They dove right into uh, Infinity War. The snap Not Infinity was War. End, Endgame. Endgame. Sorry. Yeah. Tell everybody why. I remember. I, I, okay. So I remember when they first released it, it was Infinity War Part 1 and Infinity War Part 2. So I always so I'm sure about 10 times during this podcast, I'll say Infinity War instead of Endgame. But we are talking about Endgame. Yeah. And all 10 times, I'll correct you just to make sure. <laughs> well, thank you. No. Thank you. I love it. I'm excited about it. I don't believe that that is Nick Fury. I think all of that is an illusion. I think he's not there. I think that's all Mysterio doing all this kind of craziness. I don't think any of them are there. I'm completely suspect. I don't believe a word that comes out of Mysterio's mouth. Not a single thing. Nor do I believe Marvel trailers. Yeah, right. That's that's kind of tough after all the shenanigans they pulled on Endgame and... uh cutting people out here and there but if this is your first movie back there's no more tony stark i i think nick fury is going to be rebuilding the avengers from the ground up with a lot of younger heroes and i think your two uh your two figureheads are going to be captain marvel and black panther going forward right now you have spider-man and whoever else they're going to introduce along the way that's uh that can be a younger younger round similar to what they did in the cartoons where spider-man iron fist luke cage and Nick Fury was the head and basically was training them on how to be the next next version of, the, of our, our Avengers. Yeah, I've never seen... I, I, maybe, I, I think I've seen one episode of that. Didn't they have a White Tiger in that as well? Yeah, she was in there too, yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. So. Um, but it's, you know, after Infinity War, it's wide open. I don't think End they're game. going... Endgame. I don't think they're going to rush into... Um, Doing a uh, jumping into a crazy overarching villain right off the bat, I think they'll probably try to slow their roll and kind of start laying groundwork all over the place. I think. Yeah, um, I mean this this got to wrap everything up and then maybe tease something for what's next. Right, right. You know. So yeah, so the Spider Man trailer was great. There was so much stuff in there. Um, two other two other points about the trailer, the the glasses that he's wearing. Are those Tony Stark's? Towards the end what, of the trailer, what? when he when he's taken, he takes off a pair of glasses and he's he says something along the lines of like, "Whoa, 
And they, I have they, to rewatch they look, it. I don't remember they, that. They, they they look very much like what, what Tony Stark had in uh, like Infinity War. So he has all his cool. cool not not Endgame in the actual Infinity War. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's what I thought that was, and then the the other thing, the his four friends that are running around at the end. It's MJ, uh, Ned, um, Flash, and then there's a girl with them. Is that Gwen Stacy? I'd have to go through frame by frame to go, kind of it, see she, that. She she looked blonde girl with the the bow in her not not bow the. Uh, the I remember on. seeing Gwen. I re- yeah. said, remember seeing she's dressed like Gwen Stacy. Yeah, and I remember yep. her uh, seeing her from the previous trailer. She was in the previous trailer, so it seems like all of those friends survived. Um, were were snapped away, and they were snapped back. Uh, his friend Ned isn't five years older. Right, he's right. Not they're all his, the same uh, age. early twenties, right? Yeah. So they're all the same age. I mean, during Endgame, I was thinking, um, and they saw the the scene when Peter Parker goes back to school and Ned is there. I was thinking, what a logistical nightmare for a, a school district to have lost all half of their teachers and half of their students, and gone through for five years, and then all of a sudden one day you have nobody there, half the people there, and then. After five years, they come back and they have to rematriculate all these students, and you have to bring back all these teachers and hire all these new teachers. I mean, what a nightmare! Can you guess which one of us is a school teacher? <laughs> uh, we both work for the district. <laughs> um, back to the to the scene in the high school. I saw people are pointing out online that uh, Ben Mendelsohn from uh, who played Talos in Captain Marvel is actually might be in Endgame in that scene in the high school. I don't I know saw if I the buy freeze it, frame. Yeah, but, I think that's a stretch. Um, I think it would be pretty cool to reintroduce the Skrulls in Spider-Man. And then uh, maybe there, your Nick Fury is not Nick Fury. He's a Skrull in there, which could be interesting. But I, I don't know if they're going to pack all that into a uh, Spider-Man movie. Okay, we want to move over to Endgame. But before we end our talk about the new Spider-Man trailer, we have a question for the audience. And to answer us, you could reach us out to us on Twitter at... Uh, not all pods. Not all pods at not all pods on Twitter. So here's the question for our audience and shoot us a tweet um, and tell us what you think. Our big question for the Spider-Man trailer is who nut tapped Flash Thompson? Question mark. <laughs> Let us know. This is the big question out of everything. The snapping, the uh, the uh, the five years, the multiverse, all these things. Um, we want to know who nut tapped Flash Thompson. Yeah, that's actually a good point because I was thinking that myself. He he didn't look too familiar. Maybe it was Prince <laughs> Harry, right, or Prince <laughs> William. They're they're right. in England. <laughs> All right, let us know. Let us know what you think. Oh, but um, that's a, a whole podcast for another day. But now that the implications of that, if there really is a multiverse and Mysterio isn't lying to Peter Parker, uh, which I don't think they would drop something like that so huge and then kind of pull the rug rug out from under us. No, and they've hinted at the multiverse before in Doctor Strange and Ant-Man, so if they and say an it... Game. And an endgame. And if they say it and don't fall through it at this point, that's kind of disappointing. And that opens up a live-action Spider-Verse. They could follow that story arc. Maybe that's Spider- Spider-Man UK who, uh, who nuts had Flash. And Miles Morales is a character in the MCU. He was mentioned off-screen uh, off by his uncle, right? Yep, and if he wasn't snapped, he's five years older now. He's five years so older So he'd be now, the perfect right? age to, to bring right. in. That was just a great trailer, one of my favorite Marvel trailers, because it was so much in it. 
maybe too much. I'll be a little upset if too much information was given, but it was exciting to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. Can't wait for the movie. Hey, everybody. So we're back. Uh, we actually recorded a Spidey segment yesterday regarding the new Far From Home trailer. And then today they dropped a, a new extended scene between Spider-Man and Nick Fury and Mysterio. And they dropped the bombshell. Yeah, this trailer just keeps on giving. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Wow. They mentioned Marvel 616. Marvel 616, the comic universe in the multiverse. The ones that we have been reading uh, since uh, that first came out in the 1960s. That universe is Marvel 616. And now we have a character in the MCU saying that this is... Marvel 616. Earth 616. Earth 616. And for for those of you who don't know, Earth 616 is Earth, as far as we're concerned. Uh, right, right. That's the main Marvel universe. I guess the, the planet that we're living on right now is like uh, some other number, 1,003,237, right? Sure, we'll have to ask Dr. Strange <laughs> about that. So, uh, um Oh, was that the number? Did I just pull that one out of my ass? Or did I? Uh, was that the one from the movie? Uh, it was close enough. <laughs> it was close enough, right? Um, we'll, we'll give or take by about 5,000. Okay, and then there was a second Marvel multiple reality number that was given at that time. And it was, what, 836? Yeah, somewhere in, in the eight eight hundreds or, or something like that, so... Yeah, yeah. So I, I looked that number up. I'm sorry, I don't have it written down in front of me, but I looked up that number. That is the number for United Kingdom Spidey or Spidey England. Which uh, Spider-Man is that? Oh, Spider-Man UK? Spider-Man UK. That's his universe that, that Mysterio uh, said. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? I wonder if we're going to get kind of a, uh, a merging of some realities, not just characters crossing over, but... I heard on you know, internet rumor sites. I heard about a Captain Britain and Black Knight movie was being rumored. Uh, everything with a grain of salt, of course. Would be interesting if they pop up in uh, post credits. But again, I don't believe anything that Mysterio says. I think I'm going to believe this one. I mean, if if you're going to introduce the multiverse, this opens up so many possibilities. And let's not forget Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, so spoilers for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The finale last year, Coulson died. They finally killed him off. Uh, Bucky dead, as we had. Uh, Bucky dead. As we say. And this season, he's coming back as a, it looks like the main villain. And he has no recollection of who Coulson is or uh, what S.H.I.E.L.D. is. So I'm wondering if he's going to be. Uh, similar to Mysterio, where he's from a different reality, and they're going to bring just the same actors in, maybe playing different versions of themselves. Uh, yeah, so so S.H.I.E.L.D. premieres on May 10th. We're going to have to check out the episode and get back to you. I know you're not the hugest fan of S.H.I.E.L.D. or, or haven't really been watching, but uh, you know I'll check it out, and I'll let you know if it's worth diving into. There were some later episodes that I started to enjoy with Ghost Rider and it, it got a little, the plot lines got a little more complex and they found a uh, less goofy tone, but um, that's for another podcast. Yeah, but it definitely benefited when they, they put it on later because it used to come on at like eight o'clock, then it went to nine o'clock and then 10 o'clock and then they, they, they went with less episodes and I think oh, really? that, yeah, I think that uh, 
that definitely helped out the show. Okay, yeah. So they opened up the multiverse. That brings in a thousand different things. That brings in the ideas of the um, ultimate Marvel Universe. You could later on bring in the the fake Justice League, which is Squadron Supreme. Um, There's so many things you could do once a multiverse comes out. And they're talking about it out loud. And if they say this in the trailer and then pull the rug out from under us and say there is no multiverse or they kind of try and backtrack on that, you're going to have a revolt like when it turned out that the Mandarin was just an actor. Yeah, let's not talk about that. (laughs) I'm still hurt over that one, and that's why Iron Man 3 is my least favorite. I, I can't forgive that. Okay, Spade, what else there in the trailer do we should we mention? Yeah, well, we didn't talk about it in our original breakdown, but the construction going on at the old Avengers Tower that was sold at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming, we, we still don't know who it was sold to, but we have a theory, right? Yeah, in, in, the, in the trailer, he's there by Grand Central Station, and you see renovations taking place around Avengers Tower. And to me, it looks like the lower floors of the Baxter building. I agree with that. I, I think that's a smart choice. You have Fantastic Four now, and these deals were in the works. I mean, we, we knew about it, what, two years ago at this point or a year ago at this point? And, uh, you know, it was definitely being worked on way before that. So no, no matter what they say, they, they definitely have ideas, and there's scripts written, and there's treatments on how they're going to introduce these characters. So they have a plan. Some uh, internet, uh, looking on the internet, some people are talking about that it could be the Oscorp building. Yeah, but that's been done before. I want to see something new, something different. Right, right, uh, yeah. I hope it's not that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the obvious choice, but I, I'm hoping it's the Fantastic Four building. Well, we're definitely looking forward to this movie. It looks great. It looks funny, entertaining. Um, they dropped some bombs in the trailer that we're like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm looking really looking forward to it. And uh, this time, uh, Anthony, we'll see this movie together. That's right. So we'll talk about it again uh, come July, unless something unless something crazy happens uh, in terms of trailers in the, <laughs> before then. Well, that's the Spider-Man trailer. So keeping with our Spidey theme, this week we're going to do a top 10 characters that we want to see introduced in the Spidey slash MCU universe. Um, no particular order with, with this list, and uh, there, there's a couple more than 10 because we kind of lump some characters together. Uh, some you may have seen in the movies before, but we tried to go with more obscure characters. Not, not necessarily obscure, but characters that we haven't seen and that we'd be interested in seeing. Um, but right off the bat, we're going to start with J. Jonah Jameson. He hasn't been around. J. Jonah Jameson. He hasn't been around. He's he, Spidey needs him. The 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 star of the, the first three Tobey Maguire Spider-Man film. He was huge and entertaining. And what a great character. J.K. Simmons. I think you keep him. I think if you're doing a multiverse, you bring him over. He was awesome. He could still do it. Um, I'm, I'm behind that 100%. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson, he was the star of those first three Spider-Man movies. Every time uh, he was on screen, it was electrifying. Um, But what I was saying is I've read things online about the producers saying, how are they going to introduce this idea of news media 
And in the modern age, and you got to reflect the time you're in when newspapers are dying and everybody has a camera on their phone. And how would a teenager like Peter Parker go? Now, the premise in the original Spider-Man is he is the only person who could get shots of Spider-Man, right? Because he was the only one carrying around a camera and not everybody walks around with a Nikon camera in the 1960s, right? That's a good point. But everyone does now. So why, they're kind of thinking about why would they have Peter Parkin kind of work on that relationship and talk about that kind of maybe an internet news thing. And Did, I mean, let me ask you this. Did you ever read the Ultimate Spider-Man? No, I've never read Ultimate Spider-Man. Okay, so this would be closer to what they could do. Um, Spider-Man was still in high school when he actually started working for the Daily Bugle as their webmaster. Uh... And he he basically designed the the their website for the Daily Bugle, and he wasn't officially their their photographer. You could definitely do, go that route, you know, web pun. Get it? <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it. You know, of course, obvious, right? All right. So my casting choice for that, Alan Tudyk from Firefly and Rogue One. He played Cassian Andor's Rogue One. K two S O. K2SO, a little bit younger. Um, uh, he's a great actor. He can kind of do that kind of role. And he could be this pushy, slimy uh, thing. So I would go with Alan Tudyk. I was trying to like mix it up and not go with the, you know, the mustachioed. Um, he could have a mustache. But um, uh, mustachioed old guy smoking the cigar. I mean, I'm sure they'll put that in there somewhere. But I would go with Alan Tudyk. Not bad, not bad. I still, I still like J.K. Simmons keeping that one, <laughs> following through no with the multiverse. No doubt. All right. Uh, next on the list is a newer character villain. Um, some of you might know him from the PlayStation Four Spider-Man game that just came out back in September. Uh, Mister Negative. Now, why, why would he? Have, why do you think he would be a good character to bring in? He's uh, a villain that we haven't really seen before. It's something totally different. The effects would be great. You know, for for those of you who don't know. He's a regular guy, and then when he uses his powers, he's like a film negative, and he f- flips around. He's black and white, and you know, or white and black. He's he's also Asian, so you can uh, diversify. A diverse your, cast, yeah. Yeah, uh, somebody like Stephen Young from uh, The Walking Dead, who played Glenn. Okay. okay. Go something something younger like that. I I think would be pretty cool. His, uh, his real name is Martin Lee. Oh, and he has a. <laughs> Henchmen who walk around with like the the crazy masks that would just be pretty cool to see on, on screen. I think. Yeah, what was his uh, the villain group that he led? The uh, Inner Demons. The Inner Demons. That's it. Yeah. The Inner Demons. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So you know you need henchmen to beat up, and uh, I I had no idea who Mister Negative was uh, before our podcast. You you sent me the name. I had I looked up at a uh, Wikipedia, Mother Marvel Wiki, a couple of YouTube videos. He has a very cool look. He has a very yeah. cool look. Um, he, he's one of the newer characters. Um, a couple of things that I think they changed. They, I, I'm not quite sure, so if I'm wrong, correct me. They kind of morphed him in the middle of it because in the beginning, right, his character is uh, his secret identity. He runs a homeless shelter where Aunt May works, right. right? Yep. So that's good. So there's a personal relationship with him. And then he's a crime boss a la Kingpin. Right. That's more of his thing. Right. Yeah. And he has some abstract power. He's strength. He has healing powers. It's a kind of not super important to the character. What's important is his very cool look. It's like hitting command I 
on Photoshop. Yeah, exactly. Them, <laughs> right? exactly. Uh, so he is very cool. Another thing that I was reading about, which I like, is that he got his powers during a drug experiment, right? Right. Was that it? Or there's something to do there with some experimental drug, whether he was creating it or he was experimented on. I'm looking at the videos and there's this thing where there's a game of Go where, you know, the, there's white chips and black chips and he's playing and then he would go back and then the black chips would be moved that he didn't. Does he or does he not know that he's Mr. Negative? I, I'm pretty sure he knows. I kind of like it that he wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. And maybe that would that would be the arc maybe for the character. Alternate personality kind of thing. Right, right. Alternate personality. He doesn't know because he's an undocumented immigrant, right, from China. And there was something about the boat sinking and people had to. Right. I, I, I like the character. I like the premise. I, I hope that if they do it, they keep the idea that um, he's not aware that he's the bad guy, maybe till uh, the villain until, until the end. Th- that would be pretty cool. Second thing that's really cool about it is the drug is Delight, right? And I'm looking at it, and Cloak and Dagger are involved with that drug. Was that the... Because it was like some kind of experimental type of heroin in the original comics, but they related Cloak and Dagger to this character. Yeah, so I'm not sure... I I haven't read a lot of Cloak and Dagger. Um, I only know him from Spider-Man. So I'm not really sure how he totally fits in because he's also, I think, tied to the Punisher, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But I mean, in relation to Spider-Man, that that would be a good way to bring in Cloak and Dagger if you wanted to. I mean, they have the show into the MCU. Right. You can mm-hmm. you can bring it in. Um, and they're they're young. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd use the show. They wouldn't use the characters. From no, the it doesn't. It doesn't seem like they're going to tie anything to. Uh, yeah. That deep. But um, yeah. So, I mean, it's just to. Uh, uh, homeless kids uh, involved, and they get those powers. It could be a part of that. All right, so my casting. Wait, hold on. Homeless kids at the homeless shelter? Homeless kids, homeless shelter, cloak and dagger are in this one. The movie writes itself. Yeah. All right, my casting for Mr. Negative. I'm going back to Rogue One, Donnie Yen. I am, he's got uh, the I'm look. I'm one with the force. The, one, the force is with me, he's right? The, he's got the look. That's, that's not bad. Uh. That's not bad at all. What's next? What's next on the list? Keep it moving. All right. Well, we know this guy. He's popular as can be. Just had a movie back in December, Into the Spider-Verse. Everyone knows Miles Morales. We know he's out there. We know he's in the universe. If he wasn't snapped away, he's five years older than he was when he was name-dropped in Spider-Man Homecoming, so he could easily be uh, in his teens. That character led the arguably the greatest animated superhero movie of all time into the spider-verse people know him now the kids are are huge fans there's so many great moments in into the spider-verse but when miles morales only speaks to his mom in spanish that was like this kind of really great moment for me uh just watching that i thought that was like it was so great and powerful i mean and he's a great great uh character and um, multiverse bringing him in there's so many things you could do with this right now but yeah miles morales yeah I don't see why not. I I don't know who I would cast though. I'm not I'm not really. All right, here's mine. Go ahead. Uh, Caleb McLaughlin from Stranger Things. Which one, one? of the 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 African American Stranger Things? Kid. Oh, okay. One of the kids. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. He's uh, I, I I like him. I mean, I, and you know what? I like my superheroes a little goofy. He's a tiny bit on the goofy side. He's not this kind of square jawed hero kind of thing. I mean, you know. 
you grow up and you you fill out into that, right? But um, lock them but yeah, down. Yeah, that, that would that would be my pick. That lock would be them my down pick. to a ten year, uh, you know, fifteen <laughs> movie contract. I, I think yeah, he'll, right. he'll, he'll exactly. grow into the role. Definitely. Hey man, I'd sign I'd sign a thirty movie contract if Marvel wanted me. Yeah, right. That that's a that's a good choice. Uh, all right, keeping the list moving. Keeping it moving. Keeping it moving. I don't I don't know why they haven't used this guy already, but. Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Not my favorite character when when I was reading comic books there in the late 70s, early 80s. I but he's kind of grown on me and I think he's a character that if they if handled right, it would be very cool as just you know, he he's Boba Fett. He's a bounty hunter, right? That's it. That's it. You could have him right. tracking down all, all the heroes. He doesn't just have to be going after Spider-Man. He can he can nab right. some smaller ones in, in the meantime. And uh, I think right, he'd be pretty right. cool. Super dangerous, deadly. He's a would be a very interesting character being hired on to um, to take out heroes, right? Absolutely. Who's your Who's your casting? Oh, J- Joe Maganiello. Joe Maganiello. Maganiello. <laughs> however All you want to say uh, it. Uh, I no, mean, no, no, I, no, I know no. he's Deathstroke, but those movies seem to go nowhere. And he actually played the original Flash Thompson in uh, the original Spider Man. Really, that was him. That's him. Yeah. Oh, go go wow. back and That'd watch. That would be a cool, be a cool callback. It. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, the, the original Flash Thompson from another universe grows up to be Craven the Hunter okay. in alternate reality. Right. You bring that multiverse together. All right. So mine, in the spirit of Bounty Hunter and Boba Fett, who wore Mandalorian armor, I would put the Mandalorian See? in that road, Pedro Pascal. Game of Thrones, the Viper from Game the of Red Thrones. Viper. <laughs> the Red Viper. I, th- I thought you were going to go that's with... That's my pick. I thought you were going to go with Timmy Morrison. Timor- oh, Timor- 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 Morrison. Morrison. Oh, that's not bad either. Yeah. I, you know, that was not bad either. But no, Pedro Pascal. I love Pedro Pascal. Every time he's like on screen or talking, I'm like, he's my hero. I love Pedro Pascal. In- until he gets his head crushed in. Oh. Oh, spoiler alert. Oh, don't. Uh, oh, listen, you shouldn't be. Uh, if you need to watch Game of Thrones, don't listen to this podcast. Go watch it, then come back. That's right. Watch all the seasons. That's right. Um, all right, next on the list Felicia Hardy, the black cat. The black cat, the cat woman of, of the, the Marvel, Marvel Universe. Universe. So here's the thing with Felicia Hardy. When I'm reading Spider Man right there, because um, I'm reading it right during Secret Wars when I was a kid. He's not with Mary Jane. He's not with Gwen Stacy. He's with the Black Cat as his yep. girlfriend. And this is like for a good, I don't know, decade. It was, I don't know, I'd have to go back and look. But all I remember, the only girlfriend he had at that time was the Black Cat. So this is a character that is intended to be a romantic interest to him. So you would need to have an actor that was age contemporary, age appropriate contemporary. Um, I had a little bit of a hard time thinking, well, before we go into the um, uh, acting of it, we got to bring in Felicia Hardy, right? She's one of the main characters, right? I, yeah, I would think so. They they tried in the Andrew Garfield movies, and since those didn't really go anywhere, Just they, a couldn't, little bit, they couldn't right. do anything about it. I think it was uh, Jane, Ur- Jane Urso. Felicity Jones was the black cat. That's right. That's right. Felicity J- Jones. Jane, Jane Urso from Rogue One. Everybody's from Rogue One, right? Seems like it. It seems like it. Um, and she was great. And I would cast her, but um, in terms of a romantic interest for, for Tom Holland, I think it's not age appropriateness. As right, you got to go with somebody yeah. younger. But maybe, maybe that's a character you introduce down the, down the line. Okay, so 
I'll let you introduce number six because I have very specific uh, ideas about uh, what we have lined up here on our sixth slot. In no particular order. <laughs> so, so this is actually a three for one based on the Ultimate Comics. Peter Parker actually went to school with Johnny Storm, Bobby Drake, and Kitty Pride, and they they went to high school. For those who don't know, what that's high the, school did they go to? The the one in uh, in Queens, where the one in Queens, yeah. everybody was there at that very same moment, huh? Yeah, well, there was. But um, does it? Well, Bobby Drake has to leave to go to Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. He was a transfer, right? They they wanted to go and, and live the normal teen life kind of thing. Uh, okay. So yeah, there there was different yeah, circumstances yeah, without without ride, getting yeah. without turning this into a six hour conversation and filling yeah. you in on the backstory. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, that is uh, the Human Torch, Iceman, and Kitty Pride, obviously from from the X Men. So you have two X Men and a member of the Fantastic Four that went to school and hung out with Peter Parker, and they did a lot of stuff together. Yeah. So I'm not into seeing Kitty Pride and Iceman in a Spider Man movie. I am into seeing Johnny Storm because, of course, back in my comic book era. Johnny Storm and Spider-Man were really good friends. Best friends. Now, Johnny Storm didn't know Peter Parker's secret identity. But when Spider-Man wanted to hang out with somebody younger and still be Spider-Man and be able to, like, goof around with powers and stuff like that, they would do that. They would go have lunch, like, on the top of the Statue of Liberty and stuff. Johnny Storm, just the way he played jokes on Ben Grimm, he would play jokes on Spider-Man. Hence, what's the uh, costume when he's in the Fantastic Four uniform and he has a paper bag? Oh, with a brown bag on his head? Amazing paper bag man or something like that. Paper bag man? Is that it? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's a you could play, you could get that uniform in the in the video game, right? Yeah, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, so that's a Johnny Storm joke and he has a little thing on the back saying kick me. I'd love to see Johnny Storm. I have complete I am completely unable to cast Johnny Storm. I'll cast the rest of Fantastic Four. I'll cast anything. Johnny Storm is a tough one. And if we're going to make him Spider-Man's friend again, a younger actor, but if you get a younger actor, how does Johnny Storm, as a high school student, fit in with the rest of Fantastic? Go right, rest of Fantastic Four, go into space or the negative zone. That's child endangerment, right? Yeah, you know, it has to be college. You know, it's good. it feels like it could be a college friend, right? When when I was reading Spider Man, Spider Man had his own apartment in Greenwich Village. So he was living on his own. He wasn't living with that man. Yeah, it depends how fast they're going to move along with these movies. And... Yeah. Well, they're going to travel at the speed of Tom Holland's age, right? Yeah, so... right. Or, or as long as the Sony and Disney yeah. corporations want to play nice with uh, each other. Here's my joke casting for Johnny Storm. Uh, Joffrey from Game of Thrones. I didn't look up his name. The, the actor casting. or you're, look, you're giving me a look here on, uh, on Discord. You should see his face. <laughs> What's that? No, I'm saying you're 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 casting the actor, uh, Jack Gleason, I think yeah, is his name, or you're casting Jack Joffrey Lee. to play <laughs> uh, the actor. The actor. His name is Jack Gleason, like Jackie Gleason from the Honeymooners. Is that is that for real? I'm pretty sure. It is Jack Gleason, right? From okay. the Honeymooners. That's a trip. There you go. See, I, I kind of know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, hence the joke casting. I think he quit acting because the fans treated him so terribly. Yeah, it's such a such a shame. He he was great on there, on uh, Game of Thrones. Um, Johnny Storm, though, I mean, I I would cast maybe somebody like Zac Efron. I think he he can do it. I know you. I know you're. Hold you're on, kind of I'm fighting gonna, that. 
I'm going to get close to the mic so you can hear the sigh. I can't, I can't see it. I I see, listen, I don't mean any disrespect for, for Zac Efron. He would be a great villain. I think in the MCU, I think he'd be great villain, like a side villain. And also he could uh, even maybe play somebody like Wonder Man, but I can't see him as Johnny Storm. Can't see. We him. agree to disagree on that one, right? All right. So next on our list, uh, the Silver Sable. Okay. So why would Silver Sable be a good character to bring into the MCU? These fil- uh, films, they lack uh, a female presence in the villain market. Aside from Hela, who was awesome. I think Silver Sable would be a good addition to the MCU. What I think is good about Silver Sable, and I was doing a little bit of research uh, as we were looking, and I read, I read, she was in the comic books when I was reading, is that she has a relationship with Victor Von Doom. There's something about her having a year annual dinner because she's from a another fictional Eastern European country that I guess borders Latveria, um, and it would be a good character that could be absorbed into the greater MCU um, and have a little uh, be kind of like a connective thread between Spider Man, uh, Doctor Doom, who is definitely coming, and others. All right. So who who's your casting choice? Okay, so I don't think uh, I, I, the Silver Sable was never a romantic interest of Peter Parker, and I, I don't think, nor should she be. I don't think uh, every single uh, uh, female character, woman character you introduce needs to be some kind of uh, romantic, uh, be in some kind of romantic situation with the protagonist. So I'm going with an older actress now. Um, I mean, not older actress, but um, uh, older than Tom Holland's current age. And I would go Numi Rapace. She was in the um, the Alien prequels, uh, and she was also the girl with the dragon tattoo. The girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah, not, not bad. Um, I was actually thinking Charlize Theron. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, Silver Sable. Yeah, go 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 a little older, and you know, just go for it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. She would she would be good. Both actresses would be good in terms of uh, a greater presence in the Marvel Universe kind of thing. Again, when Doom comes, and he will, well, you got to get an actress who can sit down and play that part and be a powerful presence, you know, and, and like an anti-Black Widow, right? Okay, my one addition to this list that uh, Spade made is Stiltman. Stiltman, Stiltman, Stiltman. I'm not qualified to talk about this, so I'll just let you take it home. It didn't. It doesn't matter about Stiltman, who he is, his background. It doesn't matter. He's a one-off villain that you open up the movie with Spider-Man taking him down. His power is absolutely ridiculous, and it looks so silly in the comic book, and it would be silly, but imagine that scene with just Stiltman walking uh, walking through this downtown Manhattan or wherever it is in New York City and Spider-Man taking him out. That would be hilarious and fun. Who who even knows if they didn't do it already? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right, right? All right. Who's your casting choice? Chris Kattan. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. You just get some okay. ridiculous character in there. Okay. You're good. That works for me. <laughs> 
Chris Kattan. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Just some, just some silly fun. Just some silly fun. Yeah, that 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 that's good. That's good. All and right, Stuntman back to, has to, been made fun yeah. of all these years. He's been made fun of all these years, and it would be awesome. Everyone would go nuts. That's true. That's true. Um. All right. Next on our, our list, Miles Warren, the the Jackal. So I don't know if, how familiar people are with him, but he essentially started the the clone saga and uh with that that also leads into ben riley the scarlet spider who is a clone of peter parker which uh is a movie all within itself really yeah the clone saga would be have to be one full complete movie just dealing with that or maybe even two yeah and I like the the idea of going with, with villains that we haven't seen before. That's why we haven't done Doc Ock or Venom or Sandman. Even though th- those are great characters for the most part, um, we were trying to think outside the box a little here. I had to look who the Jackal was. I had to look it up. I had no idea. Miles Warren. I had no idea. I had to. Uh, my first initial reaction when I looked at him, it, I said, "He looks like the Grinch." Yeah. And and then I and if I was like, oh, he's like a island of Doctor Moreau kind of guy, where oh, so he he injected himself and he turned himself into that, but it's just a costume too. It's not he doesn't turn himself into a jackal looking person, right? Right. It's an actual costume, right? Okay. And he just has some jackal powers. I don't know what is he strong and fast or something. Yeah. Well, well the version that I'm most familiar with is where he's a, a scientist, basically tinkering around in a lab um, and sending out henchman to, to do his dirty work not so much becoming quote-unquote the jackal himself uh okay yeah. all right all right um i I don't, I don't know i couldn't come up with any kind of casting i started looking at other snl actors because he looked like the grinch and i was thinking jim carrey but um but i don't know i don't know i i mean just a i guess a scientist and anyone could play him right yeah i don't know somebody like david duchovny something like that he feels a lot like harry osborne I mean, excuse me, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be closer to that. Now, here's a question. There's two Ben Rileys. I started looking into the Clone Saga. I was already out before they went into that. So, I, actually, I think there's 25 Ben Rileys. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so he was, he was tinkering and tinkering and tinkering, and every version just got better. You know, you know how clone uh, stuff okay. goes. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's the, the, the time, time travel stuff, you know, okay. when, when you deal with clones. So the the big one that I thought would be pretty cool, and these parts are already casted uh, for our number number one spot in the list, is uh, you do an Into the Spider-Verse movie, and you bring back Tobey Maguire, and you bring back Andrew Garfield, and you have all three Spider-Men showing up at the same time. That would be ridiculously awesome. That would be ridiculous. I'd love to see that. Right? Pete, uh, Tobey Maguire playing the old veteran teaching it i was expecting that into the spider-verse movie i was thinking like near the end like they would have toby mcguire come swing in as a live action actor with all the things like a who framed roger rabbit kind of thing that would have been great <laughs> that would have been great they they definitely could have done that but if they do an uh, uh, uh mcu live action into the spider-verse spider-verse that would be if they could go if find themselves doing that and they could, they could uh, secure the contracts and those two actors came back for just maybe just a few shots, you know, um, just one scene. Oh, yeah, De- that would definitely. Yeah. And I mean, half the time it could be just people in Spider-Man costumes having stuntmen run around. You really only need them to show up probably three days worth of work. 
Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's a that'd be that'd be crazy. Okay, that is our top ten list of who, what characters would we like uh, the MCU, Tom Holland, Marvel to bring in and see in uh, subsequent movies if if they don't show up already in the in the was it June or May? End of May. End of, when when is the movie? July. July, July. Okay, so we don't see uh, Far From Home coming out if they're not in Far From Home. Uh, we like to see these characters. And why don't you guys uh, reach out to us on Twitter and tell us uh, who you would like to see. Anybody that you think we should have put on our list. Uh, what's the Twitter handle again, Anthony? Sure. Uh, on Twitter, we're not all pods. Uh, also, same thing on Instagram. And uh, if you want to shoot us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. You know, for any topics you want to hear us discuss or, you know, any suggestions how we can improve the show, just uh, send them our way. All right, folks, that was our show for today. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Hashtag Where Loki At. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. Co-hosts and executive producers are Andrew Tehran and Anthony Spedavecchia. With episode producer Dylan Alves and audio engineers Andre Zada and Edgar Lopez.